Welcome to Living Inside Out Today with host Joy Ross. Joy and her guests will help you learn how to think inside out so you can begin experiencing the God-given birthrights of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. Learn micro steps you can take today for macro results. It's time to dissect your everyday way of thinking. Now, here is your host, Joy Ross. Good day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are watching or listening in the world. And welcome to Living Inside Out today. I'm your host, Joy Ross. And as usual, I want to invite you guys right now to settle in, relax. And hey, if you can, grab a pen and paper because our aim is to share some tips and tools that you can begin to apply in your life. So we want to invite you to take some notes today. I want to welcome everyone to the show and especially welcome our first-time listeners. Hey, if you're listening for the first time today, let us know. If you've listened before, welcome back. And you guys know that on this show, we are all about positivity, encouragement, and having real conversations with people who have overcome hurdles and challenges in life and as a result have turned their pain into purpose. What all of the guests have in common on this show is their own personal stories of transformation from the inside out. In fact, it's my own transformation journey. Um, That's the main reason why I am doing this show, because you see, I was that person who was living life as a human doing, right? I was living life doing all of the things, trying to achieve all of the things that society often tells us that if we check all these boxes, you know what those things are. In my case, it was go to school, get an education, get a higher education, get a good job in corporate America, you know, make a certain salary, work my way up in leadership, ultimately started my own business and on and on and on. Society says that if we check all those boxes, that what we'll find is that our lives will be fulfilled, we'll be happy, there'll be, you know, rainbows and butterflies and all of those things. But What I found, what I learned, and most importantly, what I received deep revelation on is that all of those things that we often desire outside of ourselves are totally possible. However, if we want to have sustained levels of happiness, fulfillment, joy, and peace, once we get those things, That's a direct result of what's happening on the inside of us, because you see, there's no amount of money in the bank. There's no amount of business success or career success. There's no amount of moving into the right neighborhoods, you know, in the right zip code or any of those things that can truly bring internal fulfillment, because the key to internal fulfillment, the key to sustained external change is internal transformation. It took me so many years to learn that. And hey, I'm still learning um, every day. But what I know for sure is inside out transformation is possible for all of us. It's a journey that we take step by step, one day at a time. What I've discovered along this journey is that our mindsets our perspectives, how we view things, how we process things makes a huge difference in our outcomes. There are many things in life that we can't control, 
But what we have 100% control over for sure is ourselves, our thoughts, our choices, how we choose to show up in the world, how we choose to respond to situations in the world. So you guys can learn more about my personal journey, my revelations that I've received um, in my own transformation journey and story in my books. um, I've got an international bestseller, How to Break the Cycles of Temptation, Addiction and Guilt from the Inside Out a pathway to freedom, fulfillment, and purpose. I share very openly in that book, my journey of reaching outside of myself to fill what essentially was an emptiness on the inside. And in the process, finding myself addicted to so many things, and then ultimately being transformed and set free. In my newly released book, The Truth About Trust, The Key to Thriving in Any Relationship, I share my own journey very openly and candidly from experiencing disappointment, heartbreak, and disillusionment in relationships to my revelation of trust as spiritual currency. That revelation totally transformed how I view human relationships. So both of those books, check them out if you're interested. You can find them on Amazon or anywhere where books are sold. They're also available on my website, joyross.com, J-O-I-R-O-S-S.com backslash products. If you go on my website, you'll find other free resources that you can download there as well. And hey, my hope in sharing information about my books is not to promote myself and say, hey, look at me. Not at all. I'm sharing about these books because I sincerely believe that there is content in there that can help you. I I really believe that my pain, my challenges, things that I've overcome, lessons that I've learned can help you in your own journey. Um, But enough about me on this show. We're here to hear about other people's experiences. And on this show, we have people who are respected experts in their field, people who are devoting their lives in some way, shape or form to serve others. So there are no topics that are off limits. Uh, If it's rooted in love, encouragement, enlightenment, positivity, we are all about that on this show. We are here every week including today, to talk about how you can fulfill your dreams, how you can experience joy, freedom, abundance, how you can be more effective, how you can show up in the world as the best version of you. And sometimes, hey, we just really need some encouragement, right? Because we all have struggles. Sometimes it's just a matter of, hey, I'm just trying to figure out how to get through today. And if that is you and you're listening right now, hey, we've got you covered. There will be something to share today that you'll be able to take away a simple step that you can take, a simple tip that you can incorporate into your life today to help you move forward. So as you listen today, as you take notes today, if there is a burning question or a topic that you would have liked for us to cover that we perhaps didn't have time to, or if there's something that resonates with you, something that makes you have an aha moment, we want to hear that. So write to us at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. 
who knows? If you have a question, we may answer your question on the air, or we may have a whole show devoted to a topic that you suggest. So your opinions matter. We want to hear from you guys. So with that, I want to introduce, I'm really excited today to have with me in the studio, Janelle Hill. Janelle has worked in the mental health field for 10 years and has owned her own practice, Refuge Mental Health Services, for the past eight years. She's a psychiatric nurse practitioner providing holistic care and support to better the lives of her clients. Janelle believes that every person that commits to the healing process has the potential to overcome past adversity and live the life that they desire. She is an avid advocate against sexual abuse and violence and is passionate about bringing change and raising awareness on both the national and local levels. Janelle has been described by her clients as so much more than a professional. She's a survivor herself of childhood and young adult trauma and abuse. And as a result of her experience, Janelle is passionate about helping other survivors find their voice and live healthy, meaningful lives. She serves the local community by providing sexual abuse survivor courses. Janelle partners with Army of Survivors to bring legislative attention and resources to decrease sexual violence among athletes on a local and international level. Janelle is also skilled as a poet and uses her skills as a spoken word artist as another form of advocacy. Listeners have described her as an artist that says the words that everyone else is thinking, but too afraid to speak. She's dedicated to daily inspire, empower, motivate, and lead others along their healing journey through transparency, authenticity, and positivity. Okay, and you guys, if that wasn't enough, she's doing all of this while raising a four-year-old son and a two-year-old daughter. So she's also a super mom. Please join me in welcoming Janelle Hill. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for being here. You know, I'm so, we didn't even plan this when we scheduled you to come on today. It didn't, it didn't really occur to me that May is national mental and emotional wellness month. So I think it's so timely um, that you're here. And um, so we've got a lot that we want to cover with having you here today. But just to start things off, I like to start off by asking every guest Because again, I think the great human equalizer, no matter whatever our station is in life or what we do for a living, where we live or any of that, we all have challenges and obstacles that we have to overcome. So, um, and I think it's useful to learn and hear what other people's challenges are, right? So tell us, Janelle, what's one obstacle or challenge that you had to overcome perhaps just today to get here or one obstacle or challenge that you had to navigate this week and how you got through it? Well, being on time, you know me, that's always an issue. (laughs) (laughs) But I actually was today. Um, No, I would say in all seriousness, uh, anytime I have anything scheduled, uh, whether speaking or poetry or even just um, sometimes talking to my patients, I think there's always been 
of fear. Um, since I was probably around five, five to seven years old, um, that I would lose the ability to speak. Um, so I think anytime I have an opportunity, that fear kind of creeps up uh, because I do feel called to advocate um, for other people. And um, so that, that fear of not being able to pronounce my words, not being able to um, you know, talk to people in a way that's understandable, um, that's been an issue since I was a child. So I think um, to kind of relate to listeners, those uh, belief patterns that we develop at such a young age can continue to affect our lives and our you know, ability to take advantage of opportunities and um, they don't have to stop us. Uh, we, can, we can do it scared and just remind that younger part of ourselves that um, yeah, we hear them, we value them, um, but we're here to, to build up and prove to ourselves that we have the resources um, to do whatever we desire. So I think that's, that's uh, something that I faced this morning that I had to talk myself through. Oh, wow. I love that. Thank you for being open and honest. That was very transparent. And what I loved, too, that I took away from that is you didn't say that you overcame that by trying to fight the fear or get rid of it. You know, you acknowledge that even to this day in what you do, even like trying to show up today, the fear is there, but you just do it anyway. I love that. I'm taking that away because I can totally relate to that. Um, so just do it anyway, even with that feeling of fear, right? Just press through it. I love that, Janelle. Um, so, hey, I was thinking about you being on the show. And interestingly, just this morning, um, I heard that since 2017, mass shootings have doubled in the U.S. Um, of course, there was the issue um, a couple of weeks ago with the mass shooting in Buffalo, New York. Um, there was an issue within the past week um, in Harlem, New York, with a person on a racist rampage, like literally going down the street and like sh sticking people with syringes. God only knows what was in those syringes. And just so many other things have been happening, um, as well as people being triggered, right? And like acting out everything from Will Smith's emotional, um, you know, outrage uh, slapping Chris Rock on, on stage at the Oscars um, to somebody walking up on stage and slapping Dave Chappelle at a recent show and just like what in the world is going on? Has the world gone mad is is a question that I keep asking myself almost every week. Um, and so I want to ask you in your professional work, like over the past couple of years, um, have you noticed anything different in the patients that you are seeing? Like, does it seem like more people are seeking help? Does it seem like more people are having more severe issues? You know, is, is there something happening recently that hasn't been happening before that's causing people to lose it sometimes? Oh, man, I think that can be approached from several, several different angles. I would say personally, um, 
I haven't seen a significant change in presentation with my patients, but I think patients that are, you know, seeking help are typically not the ones that you're seeing on the news interacting and, you know, performing these type of um, crimes. So when I speak to the world in general, I think the world is such a chaotic place right now that everyone is truly operating out of fight or flight um, and in a place of feeling threatened by their environment. And if you take it back even to a primal response, um, it is an, it's a negative thing to be viewed as weak, um, to be viewed as unprotected, to be viewed as incompetent. I mean, that's been something that humanity has tried to shield since the beginning of time, because back in the day, that would mean, you know, your tribe is going to be attacked or you, uh, your family is going to be killed. So to come off as more violent and powerful um, attracts people um, as a survival um, mechanism. So I think everything going on in the world between, you know, the, the wars and the crisis that we're having um, with shortages and the political unrest and the racist um, unrest that we're seeing, and even the different political arguments that are out there dividing people, especially on social media, because that's great, mm-hmm. um, a great avenue for a lot of people. Um, I think what it's causing people to do is feel the need to take sides and to side with a party for a sense of protection, for a sense of having a tribe and, and having a group that they can identify with. Um, and you see people acting out racially. And I think it's truly because they feel a sense of belonging um, with either party and mm-hmm. to appear highly violent. Like I said, if you're operating out of the fight or flight response, you know, their frontal cortex is not activated. It's not um, really controlling their behaviors. They're acting out of that limbic system, um, which is an unpredictable um, place to be in your brain. So I think that it comes back to what our society is promoting right now, and that is division and violence. Mm, Wow. Fight or flight, primal, um, instincts. Uh, wow, that's deep, Janelle. So we're going to get into, we're going to peel back some of these layers and try to get to um, what people can actually do if they are finding themselves feeling a little unraveled um, as a result of everything that's going on in the world. You guys don't go anywhere. We're going to have much more to discuss on the other side of this break with Janelle Hill. Um, Don't go anywhere. We will be right back after this short break. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. If you are wondering why you can't seem to attain that feeling of joy, fulfillment, and freedom in your life, 
then you need to listen to Living Inside Out today. Your host, Joy Ross, will help guide you away from the outside-in way of thinking you've been taught to live. Joy and her expert guests will dispel myths and expose the beliefs that subconsciously hold us hostage, preventing us from experiencing true joy, fulfillment, abundance, and freedom. Living Inside Out today, Thursdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Living Inside Out today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. And welcome back from break, everybody. So we are here with Janelle Hill. And uh, Janelle, right before we went to break, we had started to just on a very surface level unpack a little bit um, the answer to my question, which was, hey, what is going on? And has the world gone mad? Like literally what is happening um, with all of this violence that we're seeing? And so you sort of took us back to just on a very basic level, what happens in humans, right? When we feel afraid, when we feel like we're in a situation where we have to choose sides and like protect ourselves for fear of basically being uh, annihilated, right? Um, So like life or death, fight or flight. So that kind of, you know, is helpful to just sort of put in context why people do the things that they do. The reality is, is we're not running from it. We're not going out in the streets and fearing that a lion is going to attack us, right? The reality is um, we're not at risk of being annihilated um, because of some crazy fears, right? The things that play out in our heads. Um, And let me say for listeners who are hearing this in black and brown communities who just heard me say, we're not in fear of being annihilated and you, and it's like in our minds, you know, maybe you go to, oh no, but hold on, we are, because literally we're being hunted by police and absolutely that is happening. And I in no way uh, meant to minimize that, right? Um, I'm speaking specifically about the perpetrators of these crimes, that they are acting out based on irrational fears. So for the rest of us, Janelle, how do we deal so like when you're seeing patients patients come in and they've got anxiety fears and things of that nature what are some things that you suggest to your patients and what what are some things you would suggest to listeners in terms of how we handle those extreme feelings that sometimes come of anxiety fear um worry stress, extreme stress, what are some things that people can do? Uh, And I have to add, when you were speaking on um, perpetrators of these crimes, obviously there's more than fear playing into this. um, And that's such a deep conversation in terms of Mm -hmm. um, psychology. But 
I think again that our society tends to to glorify crime in a way that other countries don't. And I'm um, not just baking, basing that off speculation. I actually have spoken with people um, that are not from the U.S. Um, that have talked about how violent our media is um, and and how much it's affecting our crime rates. Um, so I think there's you know so many so many aspects. Um, if you talk about a individual who has um, struggled with a sense of belonging or a sense of purpose and sees through our media that this is a very easy avenue for me to get recognition and and a sense of respect from people. Um, But again, I think that our society is promoting that as a a means to fame. Mm. Um, So again, just to kind of point out that I don't think it's only fear that's driving people. Mm -hmm. Um, But for my patients, uh, ways to tolerate anxiety and depression um, and anger. I think when you talk about the last two years, that is something that I have seen an increase in is irritability. Mm -hmm. And again, I think it is coming back to people feeling in a constant state of stress and isolation um, with with very little relief. Um, you know, it's really been pretty nonstop for the past two years uh, where people have faced a lot of ongoing stress. So when I'm talking to patients about anxiety and depression, um, I really like to focus on, you know, what are your stressors and how can we start making adjustments so that life is, you know, more balanced so that you do have a sense of peace, so that you have a sense of relief what are things that we can do to take care of you? Because um, I think, especially in America, we tend to be on overdrive all the time and really not focus on the fact that our brains do need rest. They do need a sense of enjoyment um, and celebration and not just the daily grind that is um, really killing people because they're you know living every day doing things that they don't enjoy um, with a lot of self-hatred towards themselves for feeling the way that they do, um, for feeling worn out, for feeling like um, they're unhappy and they're unsuccessful no matter what they do. You know, I think it comes back to what are these developmental belief patterns that people have Mm -hmm. um, that have now kind of evolved as they grow into adults and have more responsibilities um, mm. to take on without the resources to care for themselves. Mm. Okay, that's really good. So I am, and for you guys who are perhaps watching the video, you see me looking down. That's because I am, I've got my own pen and paper. I'm taking notes. So Janelle, what I drew out of what you just said, some things that people can do who are finding themselves feeling overly anxious, overly stressed, um, dealing with perhaps anger issues and things of that nature. Number one, really pause and try to identify the source. What is the cause? Um, So I sort of just wrote down awareness, right? Become aware of those things that are causing you to feel that way. That's something that perhaps we can do on our own, but sometimes that's something that we might 
need to seek help to have a professional like yourself help us to really unpack and get to the root of. So there's that awareness. And then the second thing I heard you say was rest. Our minds need rest. And you're absolutely right. We're in this 24-7 hustle and grind, you know, sort of um, society, but rest is important. The third thing that I heard was find things to celebrate, find things that bring you joy. So listeners, if you are on what I call the hamster wheel, right, that many of us find ourselves on at times, and you're like in go, go, go mode, work, work, work mode, um, maybe try to incorporate some of these things into your life, and you'll find that you, you're a little less stressed, right? So that's, that's what I took away from that. I want to ask you, um, Janelle, as the mother of a, you know, of, of multicultural children, right? So this is like personally for you and for people out there, there are so many people who are raising multicultural children. So like, as you look out into the world and you see the police brutality, you see these heinous racist acts being perpetuated against black and brown people, what impact does that have on you in terms of, you know, from a mom's perspective of raising kids who are going to be growing up in this society? That's a loaded question. Mm -hmm. Um, I think of course it elicits fear Um, just with, knowing that my beautiful little sweet children um, will face adversity that has nothing to do with them. Um, And especially, I don't know why with my daughter, um, it it probably maybe because she's my second, it just kind of hit home that, you know, she is, and probably because women tend to, be more judgmental in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. um that she is growing up in in omaha which is a most people don't know a very racially divided um city Mm. so it is um very much majority of black individuals live in this part this part of town is considered white part of town this part of town is considered you know um latino So it's really interesting how divided it is. And if you look at the history of the town, it was um, intended to be that way. So um, my school that I have, uh, or private school that they're going to, is majority white. Um, And you, in some ways, I'm I'm very thankful for the school that they're going to. They're great Mm -hmm. teachers, but you want them to have more of a multicultural experience. Um, Yet a lot of the public schools here are extremely violent and and not the education that I would want them to receive. So I think from that aspect, you have individuals that want to promote promote culture to the point that they are doing it to the detriment of their children. Mm. Um, And because they are interracial, there is a part of me, I think, as a, as a white parent that 
is looking at my children, seeing them develop their own sense of self and at their age having no understanding that they should have to identify with one culture or another. Mm. And as a parent, it kind of breaks your heart because I know that society will view them as black. Mm -hmm. And I know that white individuals will view them as black. Mm -hmm. Um, And that most black individuals will view them as black. I would say majority. Um, And in a way that breaks my heart because I think because we are a society that won't accept people as they are and every facet about them, mm-hmm. we force people into boxes and into cultures that they should be able to choose. And, and I really hope for my children, they are able to understand they can have white aspects and culture and appreciate the aspects of our Irish and German culture, as well as embrace their black culture and that they don't have to choose a side. Um, And I think that's what racism comes down to is forcing people to choose a side instead of just acknowledging and appreciating people for who they are, which Mm -hmm. goes so much beyond someone's culture. Um, So I think as there's the there's the fears in terms of what's going on in our society, but also just the mother side of me that really just wants them to feel the ability to just be themselves and not have to make choices based on how the world sees them. I love about that answer. The what struck me was how beautiful the world would be in general if we all had that perspective, just let people be who they are and don't force people to put themselves in a box. Don't force people to identify themselves as, oh, I am this or I am that, because quite frankly, people are many things. Um, So what you just said reminds me of something that we've talked about on other shows when we've really gone into depth about social conditioning, right? And so I love that for you, you are choosing to try to do everything you can to raise your kids to think for themselves and not internalize social conditioning. Um, That makes me think about, and that's a nice segue into mindset. So I want to talk a little bit. We're going to start this conversation before our next break and pick it up um, on the other side, because I want to ask you, what role does mindset play in the whole arena of mental and emotional uh, wellness? It's cliche, but I truly believe mindset is everything when it comes to mental health. Um, And I see it every day with my patients where there's individuals that really could come to a place of remission and a place of healing, but because their belief pattern doesn't support it, they stay in a place of illness for years at a time. Um, So an effort to shift someone's mindset uh, is really my main goal. Um, because I think it can literally be life altering for people. Mm. 
So what is one simple step? And then we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and maybe give some other tips. But what's one thing that comes to mind that you would commonly recommend in terms of us being able to shift our mindset? Like, how do we even start that process? Acknowledging that what you're doing isn't working. Mm. I think we, we hold on so tightly to the way that we're currently functioning that we're just not willing to let go and realize, okay, this isn't working for me. This is a pattern that I keep telling myself is going to work. But let me really stop and look back at the results that it's produced for me so far and just stop, acknowledge it and choose a different path. That's powerful. Step one, folks, you just heard it. This is life changing. Step one, it sounds so simple, but it's really not simple to actually do, right? It requires some effort. Step one, awareness, just acknowledge where you are and that what currently is, is not working. It's like, be honest, have awareness. I love that. Um, we're going to pick this up and maybe flesh out a couple extra steps on the other side of our break. So you guys don't go anywhere. We will be right back after this short break. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. If you are wondering why you can't seem to attain that feeling of joy, fulfillment, and freedom in your life, then you need to listen to Living Inside Out today. Your host, Joy Ross, will help guide you away from the outside-in way of thinking you've been taught to live. Joy and her expert guests will dispel myths and expose the beliefs that subconsciously hold us hostage, preventing us from experiencing true joy, fulfillment, abundance, and freedom. Living Inside Out today, Thursdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. And welcome back, everybody. We are here today with Janelle Hill, and she is dropping some wisdom on us and giving us some very practical things that we can do with respect to our mental and emotional well-being. So, Janelle, before we went to break, um, we started talking about mindset. You said that, although it sounds cliche, mindset really is the most important thing, and you had begun sharing with us Um, some ways in which you work with your patients to shift their mindsets. And you gave us that one simple step that we can all do is to simply acknowledge and have awareness that what we are doing is not working, that where we are right now, wherever that is, right, is not working. And then simply choose to change it up 
choose to try something other than what we've been trying, right? So um, I'd like to give listeners maybe one more step, if we could, in that journey. So now let's say somebody's listening and they're like, okay, I've been going to the same job, you know, day after day, month after month hoping that things are going to get better, but I really hate my job and I feel miserable. This is not working. I'm just going to be honest. This is not working. Okay. So now they've done that. And, and so what's like a step two, or you're in a marriage, you know, let's say, and it's like, you're, you feel like you're trying and trying and it's like, this is not changing. Um, so I've got awareness and I'm honest with myself. Now, what do I do? What would be my next step? Honestly, I think the next step would need to be if you're not in therapy and working through the healing process at that time, even when it comes to a job, going to therapy, really looking at what are my patterns? Are these the type of jobs that I have, you know, tended to attract or, or accept? Same with relationships. I think people mm. get out of one relationship and they jump right next, you know, into the next one without stopping to acknowledge that, yes, this is truly a pattern. And with relationships, with career paths, with peer relationships, we typically repeat our trauma, um, in, especially with jobs, with, you know, bosses and coworkers and the dynamics that you can have within a job can be very abusive and you see people do that. Um, mm. So I think really getting your, you know, deep into the healing process to acknowledge why am I attracting these people into my life? Why am I allowing certain behaviors to occur and really getting to the belief patterns that are driving your behavior and your acceptance of other people's behavior um, because I think until you do that, you will subconsciously continue the same pattern. And, and that's what we see with people that, you know, get in relationships and they're like, well, he's not, you know, he's acting totally different than this person, mm-hmm. but narcissistic people are great at putting on a facade and, mm-hmm. and people fall for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you have a sense of awareness of this, this is my deficiency and this is why I'm drawing this type of person into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it changes how you view the world. Uh, mm-hmm. And you realize if you stop and, and take a step back that, okay, I can tell this person is drawn to me, drawn to this certain insecurity in me mm-hmm. um, because it's putting out a certain energy. That insecurity has a certain presence and people are drawn to that based on their own trauma. So um I think the healing process is critical. I love it. I love it. That's breakthrough right there. So acknowledge that it's not working. What you've been doing is not working. And then identify your patterns, which is usually something that we can only do with the help of a trained therapist, because it's all about those patterns, right? If we can identify the patterns, then we can break the patterns. And once we break the patterns, then the outcomes are going to be different. I love that. Janelle, before we move off of mindset and onto the next topic that I want to make sure we get to, you said to me once, and 
you may not even remember this, but I wrote it down. You said to me once in a prior conversation that thoughts are actually protein in our brain, that there is a physical side to thoughts. I just thought that was so powerful. And I wanted to bring that to light on the show because I think, and I want you to explain, like, what does that even mean? That sounds so profound to me. It was like, wow, our thoughts are so much more powerful than we even know. What does that mean? Thoughts are actually protein. There's a physical side to our thoughts. Yes. And I think that that's really important for people to remember because we tend to think that thoughts and emotions are outside of our control Mm -hmm. Um, instead of viewing it as, as you would bodybuilding. Like if I've built up this particular network in my brain that leads to anxiety and depression and, you know, self-hatred, I can also build up a whole new neural network with the thoughts and the belief patterns that I want to have in my life. And especially in mental health, uh, I mean, the amount of times that I've heard people say, oh, I'm anxious like this. I've always been anxious. I'll always be anxious. Mm. Or I've always been depressed. It's just the way I am. And it's tragic to hear that uh, Mm. because it's putting a, a lid on it before you even get a chance, your brain even gets a chance to think of a different possibility or a different outcome. Um, so the, the approach of like EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization reprocessing is truly to help your brain develop new neural networks. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we experience trauma, neural networks are created that store that trauma and store a particular trauma response. So what EMDR um, does is help change the networks of your brain to provide it with an alternative route. Um, And again, I think for people to truly understand that you as a cognitive human have the ability to challenge your brain and shape it into whatever you want it to be. Um, it's not something that's outside of your control. Uh, and one exercise that I really love, um, because I was all about affirmations. I've always been about affirmations, but Mm -hmm. I realized at one point that, I don't know, I'm saying a bunch of things that I truly don't believe, you know, Mm. and I'll keep saying them, but I don't understand why my life's not shifting Mm -hmm. because I'm saying these things out of my mouth and I, believe in manifestation and, you know, creating the world that you want. Um, But I learned somewhere along the way that if you just say a affirmation and your brain is in that um, fight or flight response and your frontal cortex is shut down, your brain is not intaking that information. It's just kind of bouncing off that habit loop Mm. and not there's no way for it to really log it into long-term memory and really start to change your belief pattern. Mm -hmm. Um, So they teach to insert an anchor thought after counting to five. And what Mm -hmm. counting to five does is bring you back into that frontal cortex where you are activating that part of your brain that can interpret information. So Mm -hmm. by counting to five and then inserting the anchor thought of whatever you want it to be, I deserve to be happy and whole. Mm. I deserve to be prosperous. I'm at peace. 
that brings you out of the habit forming loop into your frontal cortex. And then you're able to really receive that information. Um, and your brain can then challenge those negative thoughts the next time around because it has additional information to go off of. Um, okay. But- pause, pause right there, because I want to repeat back. You just dropped, seriously, you just dropped a formula on us that we can all apply. And I want to make sure that everybody who's listening captured the process. First of all, how empowering is it that literally the science shows that we have power to literally change our brains? So I I just want everybody to take that in, regardless of how long you may have dealt with depression, regardless of how long you may have dealt with anxiety and what you may have been telling yourself, oh, this is just me. This is just how I am. We just heard Janelle say, and she's in this field, folks, this is a professional expert. So we need to all take this in. We are never stuck. We, it is never the end. We can change what we are thinking. We can change the way that our brain works. And then you said, number two, that the key to affirmations really working is that we have to believe what we're saying, right? So there's so much out there right now and people are jumping on bandwagons. I don't want to say it like that because it sounds maybe a little skeptical, but there is power in affirmations. There's no power in just saying some words if you don't believe them. So we need to believe what we say. And then you told us how to make our affirmations literally become activated in the brain. And it's as simple as count to five, because counting to five, there's something in the brain and I won't try to recap all the science It doesn't matter, folks, let's just do this. Count to five and then replace whatever thoughts you're having, negative thoughts, self-defeating thoughts, thoughts with something positive. I am valuable. I am worthy. I can do this or whatever other positive thought you want to say. That right there is a formula that can shift literally how your brain works. That's powerful. I just wanted to repeat that back and make sure that it didn't get lost. Thank you so much for sharing that, Janelle. I want to shift because I want to make sure that we have time to really talk about this next topic. So you're doing work to change legislation in terms of sexual assault. You were recently on Capitol Hill. Um, many of our listeners may have heard about the well-publicized sexual assault case that was filed by U.S. gymnasts, um, and it started a movement called Army of Survivors. And so you were part of the group of people testifying on Capitol Hill to get legislation passed. I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about this. Tell us about this. Like, why is this topic so important to you? And how did you get involved Um, and then I'll ask another question on this topic for listeners who may have been, uh, sexually assaulted and maybe they're out there and suffering silently. Um, but just tell us what this movement is and how you got involved and what it's about. Although I wish I could take credit for being on Capitol Hill already. Um, that's not till September. 
Okay. Um, so you're so, going. Yes. Yeah, so we're actually preparing for that right now. Um, mm -hmm. They had to move it back because of COVID restrictions. They're not opening back up to the public, public till September, but we are um, meeting on a regular basis to learn the appropriate way to share your story in a way that impacts other people and um, gets your point across. So I've really enjoyed that process because I think it's one thing to talk about your own personal, um, you know, development or, you know, mental health, anything like that. But when it comes to personal stories and trauma, uh, it activates such a different belief pattern within our brains that I think having the resources to tell your story in a productive way mm -hmm. is something that I hadn't mastered yet. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to work with them. Um, I really just found them through the recommendation of my therapist. Um, she knew that I was interested in starting um, a nonprofit organization um, and didn't really know where to start. So she recommended that I reach out to them and just um, talk to their executives and see how they started that process. And that just kind of developed a relationship uh, where I was able to actually join with them and their cause. Um, and it's been really incredible process. So. Mm -hmm. so real quick, before we wrap, can you believe the time? Like it always flies so fast. Um, it, for people out there, again, who may um, either know somebody or maybe perhaps they themselves have been, um, have experienced sexual trauma or abuse and they want to get involved. Is there a way to like a website that they can go to find out more about Army of Survivors? Yes. Or yeah. If they go on to Army of Survivors, if you type it in on any browser, it's going to pull up their organization. Um, and there is a place that you can um, volunteer. And they also really partner with a lot of different organizations um, that are non-specific to athlete violence. Um, and I think that that's really what it's going to take is your society at large taking time to pay attention to these matters because it affects mm -hmm. everybody. Maybe people are silent about it, but it really affects a large population of our culture and around mm -hmm. the world. Indeed. Thank you so much, Janelle. And you guys, if you would like to know more about Janelle or get in touch um, to inquire about her services, you can contact her business directly at 402 590 2590. That's 402-590-2590. Just pick up the phone and make the call. Um, if there was something said today and you're thinking, yeah, I really would like to get some help. So um, thank you all for listening and hanging with us today. Again, let us know what spoke to you. You can write to us at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. And as usual, I'll leave you guys with this final tip. And you know, around here, tip is an acronym, T-I-P, for transformation is possible. And it begins with making a choice to live inside out today. Until next week, love and peace. Thanks for listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. We hope today's episode has been insightful and helped open the doors in your life to the joy, fulfillment, and freedom you have been seeking. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.